0: I miss the old Ricky, the show and go Ricky, this game's a show Ricky, most fans don't know Ricky, I hate the new Ricky, the lesser used Ricky, got me confused Ricky, ego bruised Ricky, I miss the ace Ricky, the style and grace Ricky, I gotta say, at that time I would embrace Ricky, see we invented Ricky, it wasn't any Ricky, and now I look and look around and see no other Ricky, I used to love Ricky, I used to love Ricky, I even and had the Catalan flag. I thought I was Ricky. What if Ricky made a pass to Ricky? Called from Ricky to Ricky. Man, that'd be so Ricky. We still believe Ricky. No, please don't leave Ricky. We love you like Ricky loves passing. Welcome to episode thirty-four of Wolves Cast, the show that will finally be rooting for the Wolves on Christmas Day. It's hosted by myself, and my brother. I'm Neil. I'm Saint Nick. Oh, Santa in the house! Ho, ho, ho! Santa in the house, y'all! Oh, I just remember we had him visit us in
1: studio last year. That was crazy. <laughs> we were doing the show, mining our owns, and all of a sudden, Santa came on through. knocks on the door? Special guest. Well, <laughs> that's, that's right. Not quite on Christmas yet, so no Santa this year, hopefully.
0: I feel like we record this show like on Christmas Eve or something. Yeah, I mean, like, we'll, we're only a couple days away right now, but th-
1: I feel like that show is even closer somehow. Gotta, gotta get the pod out. I mean, <laughs> Caroline still remembers when you left that, the Thanksgiving dinner early because you were like, <laughs> gotta go release the pod. Consistent release schedule is very important.
0: You gotta drop that here. pod. That's right. Dedication. Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to Wolves Cast. We're doing it. We're only a couple days from the holiday, but uh, still gotta get the show in anyway. Wolves finally gave us a gift, having a really good week. Ooh, that's right. Wolves getting on track. Neil giving us all a gift with uh, Coach Em Up lyric video. That's right. Go check out the lyric video for the DMX Tom Thibodeau collaboration. So great that we had Thibodeau come in the studio and record that for us. Yeah, he was he was he was a treat to work with. Did yeah. it in one take, and then he left. He had to go back to work. What a master! He was so good at it. Yeah, and then he had to get back to some film sessions.
1: We have a, just, we have some stuff on the cutting room for him of him just being like, "Can I get it up in the headphones? <laughs> Let's turn it up in the headphones.
0: I need some bass." <laughs>
1: So uh, check that out. It is online.
0: Yeah, you can see it uh, on our Twitter account and stuff like that. And uh, Which is at Wolfscast At WolvesCast or on Instagram at Pod. You should follow on us there. on uh, Instagram, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to the show. That's right. Subscribe in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're on Instagram and you are the person whose handle is WolvesCast, Give it to us. Sell it to us. I uh I have messaged Instagram about that account. Yes. Because if you go to Instagram.com backslash wolvescast, there's nothing there. There's no profile. There's no one there with pictures. Someone was just squatting on Someone it. Someone's squatting on it and they don't have any followers. It just is like not available. But then when I go to change our username, it says it's already taken. It is a travesty. I can't believe it. But until then, That's it's weird Wolvescast. weird because pod.
1: I was surprised when we, you found the URL was still available this yeah, summer. Yeah, Wolvescast. And then you know, it was available on Twitter, so we haven't really had too much problems with it no. yet, but uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Instagram, get us.
0: Let's go. Uh, today on the show, we're going to talk about uh, this week, Wolves win some games. We are going to um, do a special um, exercise where we talk about our Timberwolves roster wish list. For the holidays here, as if we could wish for some players from Santa or whatever. Uh, we have a wonderful sponsor. Uh, we're going to do our segment, Worried, Not Worried, where we ask each other if we're worried or not worried about various subjects. Uh, we'll have weekly Wolfies. And yes, indeed, there will be a game today, tonight, whenever you're listening to this. Scott, this morning. This morning, in the early a.m., whatever. Um, let's uh, jump into the games. Uh, Saturday night, uh, the 17th of December, Wolves lost Houston at home 109 111 tough game. tough game tough game good game for the most part a lot of very party. very e- evenly played fun fun game to watch but the wolves absolutely pissed that one away at the end that's hard to stomach but overall if you just watch the game it was all right
1: uh, the Rockets are good, man. Ooh,
0: they are very good. They didn't That's play crazy. that well. They missed a lot of threes they in shoot that game. So many clank, threes, clank, clank. it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But overall, they are a very good team. They'd won- they had they uh, had won ten-, 10 in a row after that win over us. And so, did you def- catch
1: the FSN broadcast?
0: I believe so. Yes,
1: because I-, I screenshotted the moment where Jim Pete went through his checklist of how to guard three point shooting, defend the three point line. It, it was so many good points, and I struggle with that at pickup hoops. Like yeah, five
0: it's- or six points, many points. Well, there's a lot of
1: things you have to do to properly defend it. Yeah. yeah, so it was just good life advice. I wanted to keep it near me, so I took a photo Jim
0: of it. Jim Pete dropping that fire, dropping,
1: including getting through the screens. That's hard for me sometimes. I still gotta get better at getting through the so screens. Hard. I need get Chris through. Dunn to come tell me. <laughs> Chris Dunn's amazing. I have, I, have, I, don't, I can't remember the last Timberwolf that was as good about going over screens and not letting them slow them down. Like Ricky needs to get lessons from
0: Chris Dunn in that. I, you know, you gotta get your hips over. That's the thing. I think that's what Jim talks about a lot. You gotta try to get your hips around the, the defender rather than sort of like chase with your shoulders, like work your hips. Around first, it's yeah. And Ricky so always to... wants to like
1: bump into him and look like yeah. he's getting fouled instead yeah. of like getting over.
0: Ricky's really bad. At that has been his whole career, really. Um, but yes, the Wolves lost that game. I thought they played well. the the Wol- The Rockets missed a ton of shots. Kind of kept the kept the game even for most of it. And then Houston, with that uh, final final couple minutes of the game, just stormed back. The Wolves thought they had it in hand. You know, they it was they were up eight with like ninety seconds left or something like that. Really looked like it was a wrap. I have a tip
1: for Jim Petersons how to mm. guard the three pointer that wasn't up there. Oh, no. you gotta box out your man even if he's far away from the hoop because a lot of these three pointers they get their re- offensive rebounds because long, long boards, long boards, they hit the front of the rim, come skyrocketing back out to the. There's so many rebounds we saw it like that, and uh, the way you prevent that is you box out your man even if he's standing up by the three point line. Just <laughs> box him out in case it does bounce out. You know, one of them that wasn't on his list was like
0: poke poke their bellies. Poke their bellies while they yeah, jump. You I mean? Well, you don't touch them, but you sort of feign. Instead of, uh, you know, I think, you know, Thibodeau would want them to get a hand up on the shot, but instead of that, you kind of feign as if you're going to poke them right in the belly button and think <laughs> it would affect their shot. I know some people do that from that's, time to that's time. That's the opposite of what uh, Jim that's Pete suggested. He yeah, said like, contest with your hands up. Yeah, you got to get those hands up. But if you want to, if you want an alternate, the, you want to play the Neil Olstad way. You want to go an alternate way. Poke them in sort the of belly. Annoying. Yeah. I, I would say don't actually poke in the belly, but. At, you know, make, make them feel like they're about to get poked, and maybe that. Maybe I know it. how
1: I'm guarding you from now on. I now figured out what you don't like, so
0: I'll call a foul if you if you if you poke on the way up.
1: I'm not going to actually poke you. I'm just going to get in your exactly head. there. You go. Just that's it. That's what it's all about. There that, we go. That's what it's all about. Whenever we play again.
0: Uh, so that was a disappointing game. Although I thought the Wolves played pretty well against a very good team against a borderline nice contender it. team. We are now
1: one in thirteen in our last uh, fourteen meetings with the Rockets. That one Yikes. game that we. One, Rick it was Corey Brewer's 50-point game. Really? Yep. Oh, Remember that? Yeah. I was at that game. 51. I think you were there with yeah, me. Yeah, we were there. 51, man. 51. always remember. That was cool. Impressed the Rockets so much, they had to get him. <laughs> he didn't play much in that game. Um, when he did play, he was playing against Shabazz. It was like,
0: man. <laughs> his old buddy. It's sliding doors right yeah, there. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Monday night, um, we went up against Phoenix at home. And got the win 115 to 108. Scott, you and I were there hanging out, being brothers. It was fun. Always fun to go to the games. Yeah. The Wolves had won in a month, and uh, we were at the last time that they had won uh, against Philadelphia, I think, oh, was the last time they won at home. Wow. That's a good point. I mean. So we in the house. Hey, send us some tickets, yo. We in here. Get us that uh, foodie of the game thing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So out there. that was fun. Um, Scott, thoughts on the Phoenix game? Did you have a good time at the game? I
1: did have a good time. I had a little bit of trouble getting in. I took this uh, stairwell entrances where you're going up, like the stairwells that you're usually meant only for exits. And there, you turn them into entrances, and there was only one of the like four security gates was working, and the lady who was working it, was spending like three or four minutes on each bag she checked. Sheesh. I got there like 20 minutes early, and I sat down after tip, and it was just because I was hanging out in the stairwell, and I was. I was pretty incensed.
0: Yeah, so if you haven't you. been to Target Center this year, the main lobby is closed. The First Avenue um, lobby is closed. So um, Skyway entrance is how they suggest you enter the game. But there are also some fire exits on First Avenue that they're that they opening up and... Um, last month, you said it was no problem no, to get no in, problem. but uh, last week, uh, against the Suns that night, they were understaffed, and yeah, it took you forever to get yeah, up, so maybe avoid that thing. going forward. Yeah, pl-
1: I mean, I'm not going to make the same mistake. Yeah. I'll go Skyway. Skyway's the way to go next Especially time. Especially because you said it wasn't that bad. Um, it feels like it's a very industrial setting
0: these days. What does that mean? Tell me about that.
1: I just feel like this is like a very, like, it's all under construction. Like <laughs> It feels like a DIY the building, venue. The, you the know? building. It's Yeah, the building, it just feels like where it's kind of like an underground thing to go to right there's some tape there's not many people there there's
0: some don't enter signs there's some there's some plywood yeah
1: it's a it's a really weird vibe (laughs) at the at the target center right now everybody but uh they're in transition
0: but man do i love seeing live basketball let me tell you ah so fun so fun to see uh, you know anybody really? We're stoked when Cat the, played even, great. Even, yeah, Cat had a great game. Uh, it was really, really, really fun one. Um, didn't see him get the win. Of course, that's awesome. Even if it's against a bad team, they beat the, t- the Suns twice now. So like two of their nine wins or whatever against the same team. But uh, yeah, the Suns got keep them underneath us. They're they're a team that should finish lower in the standings. That's than so crazy
1: should. too. The Suns have such a wild roster. I was like. Thinking about yeah. who we could get off that roster, but it's like, who do they want? Because they have their, it seems like they're stacked up and down at positions with young talent, you know? Yeah. And like, wh- where does Bledsoe and Knight fit into this, you know? Yeah, like,
0: they got to move on from those guys. They got to go They right. got to go down and hand the keys over to your boy, Booker.
1: Give me Dudley, yo. I want, I want that veteran presence.
0: <laughs> I want him to take the young guys under his arm. We'll talk later in the show about some, some guys we want to take from other teams yeah. uh, for our Christmas wish list for the Wolves. Um, have Tyson Chandler. But yeah, good deal. to see him get the win against a team they should have beaten, and and they indeed did beat that team in the Suns. And then for the first time ever
1: this season, back to back wins, Whoa. winning streak. We're out here streaking,
0: everybody. <laughs> That's right. We got two and zero in our last two games played. That's <laughs> right. We should have four in a row at this point if we could have gotten that. So. We should have four wins, I think. We're
1: coming. We're coming. That's right. We
0: got four wins. We well, we, well, let's just say we got four wins. Let's just count the Houston game as a win. That's four. Chicago, Houston, Phoenix, ATL. That's yeah. what it should be. Unfortunately, they did it's drop that week. game. It's been a good week for sure. They went on the road, got the win in Atlanta, where we won last year as well, which is very means strange. Talons
1: now is undefeated in the United Center and undefeated in Phillips, in, in, uh, Phillips Arena. Uh, the Highlight Factory. <laughs> yeah, the Highlight Factory, the Fortress. <laughs> Someone asked me why it was called the Highlight Factory. I'm like, just because they wanted to call it something. Like, they're like, does it produce more highlights than normal? I'm like, not really. They're like, have the yeah. Hawks been a particularly flashy team over the past decade? No, not really. I
0: feel like it got that nickname in like the Josh Smith era or something like that. Well, yeah. I don't know. it. I guess he was in the dunk contest, but I don't know if him is necessarily being a highlight player. I, uh, Where is he now, by the way?
1: Speaking is of highlight, how about hi- highlighter yellow, which is the color <laughs> these Atlanta Hawks have. It's you like, like those jerseys? A, uh, I like everything except maybe that highlighter yellow. Yeah. You know, I really like the triangle pattern. I think it looks really good in the paint. Ba- it's on in the, the court, paint. too, right? Yeah. It's yeah. in the paint yeah. and on the baseline. And I think... It, Looks really good. I think it looks good in the jerseys as well.
0: Um, yeah, they have a good thing going, and
1: I like that they're just out here doing it. Like, why it doesn't have to be perfect every rebrand. You can yeah. you could do something drastically different, and then just change it a little bit, modify it from there. Like the wolves yeah. are just so resistant, you know, yeah, to giving us something new.
0: Friend of the show, Alex Kahn over on Twitter had a good tweet, basically just saying, "I'd rather have it be weird than, than commonplace, or weird than boring." Yeah. So yeah, even if it's a little too far out there, if they're using a shade of yellow that no one else in the league uses, and it's kind that of off-putting Same. whatever you at least at least you're trying stuff at least it's something new you know yeah that's a good one but uh yeah i like the i like the hawks look i mean they did they did such a good job with their like old school they they had like the new highlighter stuff but then they have brought back the, the old Pac-Man like logo. pac-man hawk logo which is great they have that circle logo that's beautiful one of the best marks in the league so they kind of gone going both ways with yeah, it the they kind on of their have belt a line. classic <laughs> look and then they have like the new like in your face neon look So I dig that And there's always a joy Like listening
1: to Like the sounds of the arena Because they got the organ Playing crazy uh, live music Yes I, After I forget I think it was a block Or something um, The announcer went "God him After like Wiggins <laughs> made a mistake Or something It was hilarious
0: <laughs> Yeah I forget their organ player's name he, He's um, He's like Sir Sir something Sir uh, he's, he's, he's known for You know His He'll hear a pop like, song And then
1: Play it that night you know, yeah. You know, when, whenever there's like a new hot single on the internet, yeah. that night at the Hawks game, he'll already have turned it into an organ piece.
0: Yeah, he's got he's got a great thing going over there. He's uh, oh, Sir Foster that's his name. Sir Just Foster, Sir Foster that's who you're looking for. He's got the best in arena music in the league. Um, also, um, Scott notable in this Hawks game was Mike Muscala. He's 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 biting your hair. Oh yeah, he's biting your hair. He's not he's doing got it a, as good. He's get the man bun, very similar look. Who wore though, it I would better, say. Than me? Well, you wear it better when you get the braid. Well, you that's just playing on
1: this braid game. My, Mike needs to find a wife who'll braid his hair yeah. as well as my wife. But similar my hair, length, so similar be. shade. Yeah, a lot, lot in common here with the look. Yeah, but you know what else I can do? I can grow a beard. Oh, you see his facial hair. <laughs> that's got to be some of the worst facial hair. Like that's like Zach Levine trying to grow a <laughs> goatee his rookie year. Bad. Like it's just uh. like the tiniest bit underneath, like the bottom of his chin. It doesn't really come up onto his cheeks at all. Come on, Mike. I understand. It's cool to have like a little bit of facial hair growing, but if you can't grow the beard, don't force it. All right. Yeah. So get your hair game in check. He's got a little bit more shaved down on the sides, a little bit more more mohawkish than mine. Yep. Uh, but get it all braided up, and uh, you know you got to represent.
0: Mike Muscala, the, the pride of Minnesota, the, the Muskie or the moose,
1: depending on when he wants to be called. They are yeah. talking about that on the broadcast. They were calling him the musky. Moose. He wants to be yeah. called moose. And I, I like, think I like moose. Too. How do you pronounce his name? That's probably what goes into it. He must Muscala. Not, Muscala. So Muscala. Like musky. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he wants it
0: Muscala. Like yeah, moose. E- either one, either one works.
1: Um, cat always having good games when there's no center to oppose us. Huge that Dwight Howard wasn't there.
0: No Dwight, and we countered with no Cole Aldrich. Yeah, and <laughs> uh,
1: that's that's a good trade off. But even in cat's games these past week that have been really good, like he played well against the Rockets because Clint Capella is not that big of a force to that's stop right. him. Yeah. So when he, and especially when people come out with their small lineups at us, like Phoenix tried to do, it's just like we're ready for small lineups because. Towns just crushes when there's not a center. He, we, he has dealing with size, you know?
0: Yeah, Gorgian Towns had had good games uh, in this one. And yeah, the lack of size for the Hawks definitely played into that for the Wolves. Scott, anything else about the Atlanta game we should talk about before we move on? They have a gold patch.
1: They had the title-winning gold patch on their jerseys. Okay. I noticed it, I, and I feel like I might be tripping, but like I saw that they had that patch for winning a title on their jerseys. And they didn't win a title. The St. Louis Hawks won a title in 1958. Is that the one they're counting? That's so weird. I guess the Lakers count all the Minneapolis Lakers titles on their account on the back but have some pride don't put your 1958 title on the back yeah,
0: I wonder if it goes down to like if you have the same team name then you get to keep it or well, something like that I, I guess like
1: maybe the Thunder could technically do it because they have the Seattle title so I suppose
0: the Thunder if they wanted team to name, so maybe they can't like I wonder what the rules are you yeah. know like do you have to have the same name or because obviously you don't have to be in the same city right you know so huh it's weird interesting me they got okay. one we don't have any yet
1: um you know I write this in my notes every single week Okay. Um, but so. About I'm just gonna bring it up. Let's do it now. Do we ever talk about how much Wiggins travels at the top of the key before he sets his feet for like a triple position? You're you seeing know? like a shuffling. He, well, he'll come out. He'll pop to the top and catch the ball. Then take like two steps and then. Like a full two steps once he's caught the ball. Yeah. And then and he'll so he like, doesn't
0: get the ball down before he takes that third. Yeah,
1: and No, he doesn't even dribble. Like he catches it and then he's in the dribble threat position uh-huh. where he still has his dribble after he's already taken a few steps without yep. dribbling. And then he, he'll all, shuffle his feet a lot. I mean, it could be on It's crazy how much they let him get away. Count with. him up. And it's yeah, not yeah. just his fault. I know everyone in the league gets away with that. Yeah. I'm okay with refs doing it because I don't want them calling everything traveling. But it's pretty absurd if you watch it. <laughs> he's, getting,
0: he's getting really brazy about it. All right, refs, watch out for a boy on that one. Uh, cool. Those were the games from this week. We uh, want to talk some about some something else here uh, before we get to our next segment. We want to get to our Timberwolves roster wish list. Tis the season, holiday season, where you wish for gifts. We want to bring up some people who we want to have on the team so we each are gonna bring in three players two realistic kind of roster patching guys people who are you know not home run swings but someone that might be able to help us out on the bench or some maybe in a, in a position of need um, and then also we're gonna bring in one wild card. Um, player, someone who we might just like for whatever, selfish, aesthetic reasons, or for some other reason other than, the, oh, the Wolves could really use this guy, someone we just always really liked, yeah, you know, absolutely. that kind of thing. I'm going to get it started um, uh, with the, with my first player I want, and we wrote letters t- to Santa for this. Dear Santa, this Christmas, please bring me a Nurland's Noel. He's the rim-protecting... Third big we need. Scott, what do you think about Nerlens Noel as a Timberwolf player?
1: Uh, I would like to see how the fit would work, because the problem with Nerlens is that he's in the same age uh, range as the guys who are still trying to like get their numbers, get their contracts. Like He doesn't want to be a good role player coming off the bench. Or he, doesn't, like, he wants to get starters minutes and be treated like a, a starter, and so I'm not sure what, if the fit's
0: going to work out. Yeah, I'm not sure if he would start instead of Gorgie or come off the bench, but... You know, for him at this point, I think he just wants to play. And I think you, if he could get 20 minutes or so off the bench, even if it was off the bench, maybe he'd be into that. Because right now he's not getting much he's available. out there in the Sixers. problem with him is you have to sign him. to; he's, He'll be a restricted free agent at the end of the season. So you'd have to re-sign him. But, you know, he's definitely someone that is available in the league and, uh, you know, very... Uh, you very know, available. Very, very defensive I feel like player. we could have
1: any of uh, the bigs that aren't Embiid or Simmons. We could have Okafor or... Noel for Ricky, you know, <laughs> yeah. we could just straight up trade Ricky because they need a point guard. They so need a bad. point guard bad. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Dear Santa, this is your friend Scott. Uh, thanks for visiting us last year. Uh, for Christmas this year, I really want a point guard who doesn't need to have the ball in his hands a lot. Someone like Patrick Beverly. Ooh, a menace. I just think <laughs> if, if Thibodeau's gonna really have uh, the playmaking being coming out of Cat and yep. Levine, and he's gonna have them running the offense at the top of the key, we can't just have Dunn and Ricky standing in the corner, because they're not getting guarded. That's right. In the it doesn't do
0: any good to have Ricky standing in the corner. So, Beverly can make those threes. Yeah. And, three three-point shooter. And
1: uh, he's the guy who knows that he how to not play, or how to play without the ball because James yep. Harden is that point guard and so Patrick Beverly can still shut down guys on defense and he knows his role and I think he would be a good fit
0: I like Beverly especially with Wiggins and Levine you know those guys Tibbs having those guys handle the ball more I just don't think we have anything that the Rockets want necessarily yeah. they're yeah. down to big with Capella being out so maybe they would want some some size but uh, yeah, I, don't that, I don't think they're moving on from Beverly anytime soon no. alright um, next one for me tis the season for nastiness off the bench So I'd like to ask for a PJ Tucker. Our team needs wing depth badly. PJ offers the perfect 3 and D skill set with an intimidating mead streak as well. P.J. Tucker, Scott. We saw him the other night and got my, get my wheels turning. Yes. He give is. me some P.J. Tucker from the Suns. And we were just
1: talking about the Suns. They, they have so many assets at every position that they could easily lose Tucker. I think he's on his last year of his contract. Yes, he, he is. So they could easily cut him. We could have him, give him a spin for the rest of the season, see how he fits. And uh, he is the kind of person like who could give us what we thought we were going to get with Brandon Rush. We don't have that dog off the bench. We really, really need go after someone. You. Yeah, we need someone with that kind of attitude, you know? Uh, and man, that would be a really dog bench lineup with like, because Dunn will get after you too. <laughs> yeah. And Shabazz, he, when he, he's when, a rook, so when when Shabazz, he, can't, he can't really, yeah. you know, where PJ Tucker is a vet. And Shabazz, when he's feeling saucy, can, but he doesn't feel saucy <laughs> yeah, often enough, saucy. You know, Yeah. It's a very fleeting experience. But see, he showed up a little this week. Yeah. This yeah. One? All right. Let's go. Who we got next? Dear Santa, this year when you are dropping off presents, will you bring your presents for Danilo Gallinari to the Twin Cities, please?
0: Oh, shoot. The rooster. Yeah. Denver's Yellow. got
1: Denver's got a lot of assets too and they could do a lot of different trades I would love to have Gallo I, love I, I Gallo. like Wilson there too but I like Gallo nah, a little bit more Wilson. yeah yeah then- uh, Whereas Gallo might not fit their timeline for their guys. And so. Gallo's, you know, been injury prone, so they might not want to build around him in the future. <laughs> but he's a vet. He's been around this block several times, and I think that he is so reliable. And plus, can you imagine Gallo starting at the three, Wiggins at the two, and then you put Levine off the bench or something? Wow. You, it gives you a lot of options. I think if you had somebody as good as Gallo, you could actually put Levine on the bench where he should probably be coming off of.
0: I love Gallo on the Wolves. that would be That would be wonderful. I would like to see that. He's kind of like this next guy I'm going to talk about. This is my wild Card. I don't, I don't know, but uh, uh, it goes like this. I've been a good boy this year, so please bring me a boy who is good at basketball. Bojan Bodanovich. Bojan, Ooh. Bojan Bodanovich. It was Boban, Bo- Bojan. Oh, Bojan, wow. I'm not talking not about Boban. Oh my god, that's a different man. That's a different man. Boyan Bogdanovic. He plays for the Nets. Um, he's everything we want Bealita to be and more. He was wonderful for Croatia last summer in the Rio Olympics. I want Bojan. He's. He, I, I loved watching him this summer. Um, you know, he's 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 very. His game is very much like Bealita. He can shoot the three, but he can also, um, you know, pump fake and take you off the dribble and and play make for his teammates. That kind of thing. Um, you know, because we have Bielitza, I'm not sure we would pony up for for Bogdanovich uh, in some way, but well, he I, might
1: not cost a lot. Yeah, you know? yeah, I mean, maybe the Nets just would take Tyus because at least Tyus has a future and is cheap. And like, you know, I don't know what the Nets need right now, so yeah. maybe, t- maybe we could
0: fleece him. I, I, I just really like the way he plays. It might not be realistic, but I would love to see him on the team sometimes. Scott, who's your wild card? My Timberwolves uh, roster Santa. wish list.
1: Thanks for listening, Santa. I'm going to put out some great cookies for you this year. Mm. And I hope that in return, you will leave me the phone number for Flade Divac. Because we gotta fleece these Canes before they get smart. Yeah, hurry! Every smart team in the league over the past two seasons has robbed the Canes blind. Longer, three or four years, even back to the Maloofs, you can always get them to take a bad deal. And you, we haven't fleeced the coffers yet. You know, we need to get in there, in there, and take advantage. We got to be a looter in a riot. You know, we
0: right. we just gotta take advantage of this. Can't be left behind. They might get someone competent in there soon. Here's what I think. All right. They like Ricky. Trade machine time. They like Ricky. Step in. If we're going to
1: trade Ricky, why don't we trade Ricky? Here's my trade machine. It worked. Okay. We trade Ricky and then some bad contracts we don't want. Jordan Hill, mm-hmm. Brandon Rush, mm-hmm. Adrian Payne. We then, in return, we get Aaron Aflalo, Omri Caspi, Costa Kufas, Anthony Tolliver, <laughs> and Matt Barnes. <laughs> Yeah, I want Barnes. That was a massive deal. I want Barnes. I want look at all the look deal. at all those vets we already are have. It? all those five of those guys are vets. I love Caspi. I love Tolliver. Fill all of our bench holes yeah. and our and they would. Solve more locker room problems than they would create with Barnes. I think Barnes we need, wow. though, because we need, we need a jerk. We need someone who's like gonna, PJ Tucker. wildly dangerous in terms of just like, no one's going to start a fight yeah. because they know Barnes is on the bench. And so I, we need a guy who might lose his cool and punch a guy. We don't have anybody on the team like that, except maybe Adrian Payne. So uh, I just think that fills a lot of holes. We get rid of, a bad, of some bad contracts and, uh, you know, I like it. It's like a two-for-five deal. Yeah. Something like that. (laughs) Three-for-five. It's four-for-five. Oh, yeah. Because we're getting... Oh, and we're getting rid of Cole Aldrich as well. Wow. Because... A massive
0: blockbuster.
1: We got Costa Kufis back. (laughs) He's our bench big. Such a good bench big.
0: That does it for our Timberwolves roster wish list. Let us know who's on your wish list this holiday season as far as players you think the Wolves should go out and get... Uh yeah, I want to get Aaron
1: know. Baines, Baines, because Baines-y. Detroit pay, the Pistons have uh, uh, Andre obviously at center, and then they also have Boban, Boban now, and so Baines is just like the third big now, and we need someone that's just like huge. We just the, need someone who's like really big. Get the
0: man bun too really yeah of course man i mean and like, i know i like not ginger unique though it's got the ginger beard i'm too. not it's out here on this thing.
1: I've, sometimes i uh i'm out here I on know, some fashion fun. decisions but uh it's very common i go to the gym and most of the people
0: there have them now that's so fun. it's just kind of a thing you're on trend i'm Scott. on trend I you're like on to, trend i usually like to be behind the trend <laughs> you're on it right now okay right um, that wave. time to move on and get to our sponsor here we go Yes indeed, sponsor time. It's here not too on late to show. get those last minute gifts for Christmas. That's right. We are here today thanks to our wonderful sponsor, the Timberwolves Christmas Carols. That's right. It's a CD, it's a compilation of incredible Christmas carols that the Timberwolves are putting out this year. They have, you know, they've they've taken some liberties with the songs, changed some of the words. That kind of thing. and
1: uh, Christmas classic. It's going to replace Neil Diamond's Christmas album in your collection. It's going to replace your Mariah yes. Carey Christmas one. Pentatonix. This stuff's get, all get old Get news. rid of all of those. Mannheim Steamroller. We can keep that one. Because that one's a pretty cool one. <laughs> but this is going to be your new one that you love. It's got all the classic songs for with all your favorite Timberwolves players. Like, for instance, who can forget that holiday classic, Jingle Boz Rock?
0: That's right. Lots of other songs as well. Jingle
1: bars, jingle bars, jingle bars rock. So many other songs. Santa Claus is coming to towns. Mm, I I love that song. How about Carol of the Bellies? That's right. Uh, Tibbs, the red face coach. Tibbs, the red face coach.
0: Uh, Play calls we have heard on high. Just a great carol right there. All the hits, all your favorite carols, all your favorite Christmas jams are on this compilation CD. Scott, don't forget about gorgie it's cold outside gorgie mm. it's cold outside uh, a little creepy pla- uh,
1: but you know what it's a classic for any reason. that's right that's right we also have peck the halls peck the halls it's a holiday classic peck the halls
0: peck the halls with bad feet and finally frost g the snowman sung by none other than gorgie jang himself singing about snowmen uh, it's ironic because he's from Africa.
1: If you order now, now, yes. you can get that extra bonus track with Tom Thibodeau who came in and recorded it. Oh, yeah. his was rendition of Gloria. It his Gloria.
0: It's beautiful. When you hear the whole thing, it's going to bring a tear to your eye. It's amazing. It'll fill you with Christmas spirit. Um, Being
1: sold at the Timberwolves Skyway store, or you can just you know go on iTunes and download it if you can't get to that store in time. For you know, Christmas.
0: sometimes you have to buy Christmas albums for next year. You know, and 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 sometimes I know some people these I think they need sorry? help, but they yeah.
1: listen to Christmas music year round.
0: Yeah, some people are into that kind of thing, and for those people, you know, we have Timberwolves Christmas carols. Make sure you check it out. We want to thank Timberwolves Christmas carols for their sponsorship of our show today. They sent us a couple of copies. We've been bumping them all week. It's super cool. So yeah, check them out. And uh, up next, it's time for Worried or Not Worried. I'm
1: worried. I'm worried. I'm really, really worried. I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm freaking out here.
0: I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Why would I be worried? I'm not worried. I'm not worried. You're not worried, are you? Yeah, Worry Not Worried, the segment where we give you an either-or question and we answer it. Pretty simple. It's, are not, you it's not
1: about anxiety, it's about being worried. No. Because if it's, are you anxious, it's I different. would say yes. Yeah, anytime. this is different
0: stuff. Worried, not worried, uh, let's start it off. Are we freaking out here? Yeah, are we freaking out? Are we shaking? Are we uh, losing sleep over these facts? Scott, worried or not worried, is Bielitsa bad? Mm. Are you worried about the possibility of Bielitsa just not being a good NBA player? Are you worried? Not worried.
1: I am. Can't can't say I'm that worried. Not worried. Not worried. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Again, you have two you have two
1: choices. Have two worried. choices. here. worried <laughs> or not worried. I can't say that I'm actually that worried. Uh, I am. I have felt that concern. Is he good or bad? But I think that, especially with the way Tibbs is running this roster, uh, it's hard to be too worried about some of these bench guys who are just like fill out the end of the rotation. Mm. Uh, Jim Pete made a joke about during the Rockets broadcast. He said he was talking with Belly and saying, like, oh, Belly, you need to hit six threes today. And Belly said, You think I can hit six three pointers in 12 minutes? So, Belly's kind of seems like he knows he he's knows. not getting very many yeah. minutes. And I think it's really hard for a lot of these bench guys. Shabazz, is done, and they're just not getting very many minutes. So, it's hard to uh, thrive in that small sample. And we got to remember that, like, we're affording all of these players, all of our favorite Tim Rolls players. The oh, it takes time to adjust to the new system. It takes time to adjust to Thibodeau. I don't think we're being that generous to Belly with it, just because he was worrying last year. Um, still see glimpses of hope. Uh, he's a little bit more consistent than Shabazz, so we'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah, um, I'll put me also down for not worried yet. You know, it, it is like a year and a half into a season and a half into his NBA career. So that does seem a little weird. He hasn't popped more yet, but I think you're on to something with the two coaches thing, the two different systems, especially you know, compounding his Europe to America, you know, uh, you know, Euro League to NBA transition. So I, I give Bealitz a little more rope. And again, he's a bench, he's 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 a bench guy. He's meant to play a role, not be a starter. So I think he gets a little bit more rope. Not worried yet on Bealitz, but you on watch, bro. You on watch. We might come back to this segment in a couple of months and ask the same thing, and we might flip over to worried.
1: Well, that's one of the problems is like when I was thinking of all these trades and running them through the trade machine for that last segment. Yeah. I, I it's like you look at our players. and I'm like, who wants any of this? You know, <laughs> like the guys we want to trade. We want to trade Ricky, Buzz, uh, and, and none of those guys are playing well. So it's like you really have no to value. just be like, yeah, the Nets would totally want to take Belly in exchange for Randy Foy because that really moves their needle at all. Like, <laughs> and these guys aren't playing well enough to get traded. So I, that's the only you know tough part of, yeah. some of that. Speaking of, ooh, talking about trades. Neil, are you worried that you might wake up one day? <laughs> And find out that you've seen your last Ricky Rubio game.
0: Uh, I am worried about Ricky being Ricky crazy. Rubio in a Timberwolves jersey game. Yes. Uh, now
1: he's going to die. Yes. Although traded, we all could at any traded moment. Traded in
0: season, Ricky Rubio. I am worried about that. It seems more and more likely. I mean, the team's playing better now, and that's a good sign. But especially with the, what, like 6-18 and 18 start or whatever we got out to before this nice little run came, you know, that just makes it all the more likely that you're going to trade Rubio and – uh and, yeah, it'd be one thing if they got off to a nice start, which we thought they would, but, in fact, they did not. So it's like, if you're going to be bad and, uh, you know, you're not going to make the playoffs and all these things, is it actually better if you just, you know, do, in fact, bring Chris Dunn into the fold and give him as many minutes as possible? Yeah, Scott, are you worried, not worried, about Ricky being traded? I am worried. I'm worried. worried because, yeah. because uh, Two words.
1: it could happen. Uh, it could very well happen. He's one of the few trade pieces we have that other teams would actually want. Mm-hmm. even if we would be selling very low on him. Yeah, like, if you look at his I overall career stats yeah. for just a bunch of parts. <laughs> well, we just did that. <laughs> uh, another one of my deals I, I thought up on the trade machine was Ricky to the uh, Charlotte for, like, Marco Bellinelli, Ramon Bellinelli. Sessions, and Spencer Haas. Love Bellinelli. But I don't, I don't think the Hornets want him, you know? So it's just like it's hard to find a fit of somebody who would want Ricky at this point. So um, I think, like I said, the Sixers would do it in a heartbeat. Maybe yep. we could face the Canes. But the list of teams that would trade for Ricky is kind of small right now, and I feel like we won't get as much.
0: Rumor today from Zach Lowe on the Low Post podcast uh, brought up Goran Dragic. As, uh, he, he literally mentioned Goran Dragic and the Timberwolves as a sort of deal to be looking out for. I don't know if Ricky would be in this deal, but he would be very and affected be by done. a Drogic to Minnesota deal. Yeah. Um, I what, mean, What do we think about that? What do you, Quickly, what do you think about Drogic in a Timberwolves uniform, whether it be for Ricky or not?
1: Uh, I, I would love to have Goran Drogic in a Timberwolves yeah, great uniform. Player. Very good player. Um, I think he would fit well with the squad, run the young guys well, and but not be... I don't think he's the kind of guy who's like, I need to be you know, top three in shots per game or right. anything like that. I don't think he thinks of himself in that way. So I've been a longtime fan of Goran. We could make some crazy T-shirts with him um, and all kinds of fun things. Yeah. Um, but And it might not be the worst thing for Ricky to come off the bench either. I mean, it's hard to have. Like, I can see it. You know, we're paying him $13, $14 million a year. That's not that crazy for a bench player these days, I guess. But it would be hard to consistently bring him off the bench. But, yeah, uh, I don't know. Yes, yeah, so Goran Dragic maybe becoming
0: Timberwolves early later on in the season. We'll see. The bench squad would definitely play better with Ricky. Yeah, them. totally. Um, next one, Scott here. Worried? Not worried. There's been no injuries yet. Is that? Uh, are you worried that it's been maybe a little too quiet on that front? Or are, you, are you worried that uh, you know the the other? What do you say? The other, the other, the coin's gonna flip. What's, yeah, the, what's the the saying the, the, the other shoe's gonna fall? The shoe is gonna drop. Yes. Yeah. Uh, are you worried uh, about that?
1: Cookie will crumble. Yeah. Such weird visual metaphors. Um, I am. I wasn't worried until Sunday <laughs> night playing pickup hoops. Uh-oh. Got a rebound. Came Uh-oh. down in traffic. On top of my ankle, sideways. I uh, rolled it. Like hard and stepping on Ricky's ankle the other night. Rolled it hard. Um, stayed home two days this Sorry. week because uh, it was just sw- so badly swollen and it Swolled. 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 He's not even swolled. <laughs> does your ankle even lift, bro? It's it full. Um, so Sorry to hear that. Now I'm uh, very aware of
0: how fragile our human bodies are. So you think it's only a matter of time for the wolves to suffer a, a, an injury worse than Ricky's. Uh, uh, elbow sprain.
1: That's just it. It's too quiet. Too it ta- quiet out here. It, 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 all, all it takes is a, a, an ankle sprain or something like that to radically rock us. And so, yeah, I am. I am worried. I am worried because uh, that is the one good thing about this season has been no major injuries. And uh, I just don't think my own
0: heart could take that. Um, you know, put me down for a not worried on this one. I mean, injuries can happen at any time. So I guess overall, yes, always worried. But I'm not worried in the sense that. Hey, it hasn't happened to us yet, so it's going to happen to us now. I don't buy into that. I'm not trying to roll on on any sort of, you know karma like hey it's going to get you eventually i think the wolves have had their fair share of injuries over the last three four years so i think we've had taken our licks in more of a medium to long term uh run so i think we can get through this year without major major stuff happening we're always gonna there keep, we go so i was like can you knocking, ask uh knocking. Ask, i know you said you didn't believe in the
1: karma but please yeah, knock i will knock i believe in a little bit yeah but. yeah i mean it doesn't hurt <laughs> anything right sure we don't want to be the people who <laughs> nah, kill cat no, no they'll come back to us Stay off those icy roads, you guys. (laughs) Get the chains on the tires. I love all these guys driving like one block from where they live to the target center all the time. Like, well, I got this twenty-five miles. I got this fly car. I got to. Yeah. All right, Neil. Last thing. Zach Levine leads the NBA in minutes played this season. Number one. Number one in minutes played. The other uh, – Wiggins and Towns are both in the top 14 in minutes played. <laughs> Three of the top 14. Three of the top
0: 14. The Tibbs' effect is real. Yeah,
1: that is uh, that is more than 20% of the top 14 players play for the Timberwolves. So, uh,
0: Neil, are you worried? Uh, worried about Zach Levine playing too many minutes. Uh, I'm worried – I'm yes, I am worried that the Tibbs thing is real and that this is a bigger trend. I'm not specifically worried about Zach just him, he can go ahead and lead the league in minutes. But I'm worried about more of the top three being in the top fifteen or whatever in minutes played, and what that might mean. I think these guys can handle it now; they're fine. But what will that mean when they get a little bit older? And we're into year three and four with Tibbs, and he's still playing some of these guys when they're in like their middle age of of NBA of their se- of their careers. Yeah, that's more what I'm worried about. Less less so than Zach this season. It's what like, about it's you? It's like
1: it's like you're worried about like you're worried about climate change. Right? Yeah, it's like. <laughs> I know this is a, this is a problem, and yeah. eventually it's going to kill us. Yeah. But I mean, on the day to day, am I panicking? Is yeah. it keeping me up at night? Probably not. You know,
0: I, I mean, I just think if the wolves had a better bench, then maybe those guys would actually get some rest. And I think maybe the maybe wolves' down bench would be better if they played more minutes. Nah. maybe they're just not getting yeah, enough minutes. Billy saying how good can I be in twelve minutes of play? You know, I hear you, chicken egg. But uh, you know, for me, I think the bench just hasn't hasn't performed. And in the future, we will have a better bench potentially and then in those situations when the when the roster is more evened out Tibbs won't necessarily have to play these guys as many minutes what about you you worried not worried
1: I'm worried my issue is just like how he's using Levine right now where he's starting him then he has him stay out with the bench unit because he can score with the bench unit then the starters come (laughs) back in and Levine stays in and then Levine starts the second half and then he'll stay in there with the bench unit and it's just like Listen, I understand Zach wants to be a starter. Okay, yep. he's he's a young guy. He's got that ego thing. So even though I think he'd be better for our team to come off the bench, I get it. And also, Tibbs wants Zach to be getting reps with Wiggins and Towns. I get it. Uh, start Zach, but we gotta be smarter about it. Take him out at the eight minute mark, like they do for Dirk sometimes. Yeah, he so should be Dirk the first one the out. Points. He should come out earlier. He should come out at the eight minute mark after halftime. Don't start him. You know, have him come off the bench after halftime. Ooh, That's not an ego thing. Interesting. And you could just be like Zach. We want you to close the game, and so. Uh, there's just smarter ways to manage those minutes. I think right now. And I think uh, he'll get there. I just don't like him playing all the starters' minutes and all the bench unit minutes. You know? yeah. He's playing like 40 minutes a game right now. That's right?
0: a lot, and you're not going to hear him complain. Sure, uh, sure, I'm in, coach. That's yeah. the thing. That's the problem with all this: is the players never going to complain about? He's such never going to look thing. tired. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, he's young and springy. So uh, uh, he's good yeah, to go. I'm
1: worried. Come on, tips. Get, All right. Get a little smarter with it.
0: That does it for worried, not worried, you guys. Let us know what you're worried about. Are any of these things worrying to you, or are you chill on these things? Let us know, at WolvesCast on Twitter. Are you always worried? Are always you worried about every, <laughs> are you? everything? Are you, con- are you consistently worried?
1: <laughs> Alexi, change change his face. Be happy. Enjoy.
0: All right. Time to get to our weekly Wolfies. Now presenting your weekly Wolfie. Present
1: them, we will. I'm going to go first. Okay. I'm going to sound mad petty if I go second. Uh, so I have a problem with Fox Sports North. i got some beef. Uh-oh. And I'm going to give them the weekly Wolfie for being too classy. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of these times where I'm seeing, bad, the join up. I'm seeing bad calls. You know, I'm seeing like players travel and get away with it. Sometimes they're flopping like crazy. I saw so many flops in this Atlanta game. I can't even tell you. And you know what? We never show it. We never go back on the replay cam and are like, "Oh, like l- let's go slow motion and shame Baysmore for his his, his <laughs> like Shit. terrible flopping." You, when someone flops, you got to shame them with that slow mo replay. Got let
0: the, the league know. The only time they That's did it, how they get fined?
1: The only time they did it all during that game was when Ricky flopped. They showed that. It- why are you selling out Ricky like that? And yes. why aren't you making your opponents look dumb when they're acting dumb? If they make a mistake, if they flop, and if they get away with a foul that's obviously that they committed, okay. I want to see it. All right, Because so you can't is... humiliate them unless you give us the replay. So stop being so classy and give us the replay. This Fox is for Sports the North.
0: FSN producer. That's what right? I'm saying. They, they, need to, they need to call back that replay, show it. And show the the you know these guys, respectful to the game. These guys moves. are never going to
1: get on Shackton if you don't give Shaq that slow mo replay. Absolutely, he can only operate with what you give him.
0: All right, so weekly Wolfie more more replays of them flops. You yeah, guys. it's the
1: two too classy
0: Wolfie of the week. Give me more of those flops. Okay, my weekly Wolfie is going um, to a wonderful uh a charitable promotion that the wolves do every single year. It's their holiday shopping for kids promotion. It's just heartwarming. Always fun to see the pictures of the players in the downtown target shopping with uh, you know some elementary school and like middle school age kids who uh, apparently don't get many presents or whatever. Always cool during the holiday season to do something like that where you get to go shopping with your favorite wolves players and just dump whatever you want into the cart. yeah they're usually they're in the video game aisle. You know, Ricky loves that. Checking town. out some games or whatever. Build they're all bear. They're <laughs> build a bear. Together. This is not build a bear. This is similar to build a bear, but yeah, this so is when they go um, to target. This is just target shopping for holiday gifts. Uh, yeah, always some good pictures in the aisles. Uh, it must be must be awesome to do such a thing. The Timberwolves players always like in their sweatsuits, coming straight on from practice. That kind of thing. I don't know. I just think it's a it's a wonderful. Wonderful! You always get that uh,
1: shot of like Wiggins playing PlayStation Two with some kids. Yeah,
0: they're playing like the demos and yeah. stuff. So I uh, really enjoy that. I really glad the Wolves have continued to do this promotion and uh, this uh, you know nice giving back to the community kind of uh, event every single year. Shout out to them. That's really cool. You Neil, know, that was a really nice Wolfie. Really nice Wolfie. So yeah, uh, holiday shopping for kids and uh, show them flops. <laughs> is the other one? Show us the
1: flops, show, man. Show us
0: them flops, Except unless it's us, in which case don't
1: show us because that you're going to get us unchecked yeah. in. What are you doing, you yeah, guys? Yeah.
0: <sighs> uh, okay, Scott, um, are you ready to play a game?
1: I am sorry, But the question is, Neil, are you ready to play a game because you're going to be quizzed?
0: All right, time to be quizzed. We got new. We got new uh, game
1: music. This week, shout out to Banjo Kazooie. Is that what this is? This is Banjo Kazooie, one of my favorite N64 games of all time.
0: You guys know about Banjo Kazooie and N64? A stroke,
1: a stroke of game design genius. Before you fight the final boss, there's a stage which is a giant quiz show where you ask you answer <laughs> quiz questions about the game you just played. <laughs> It's very Deadpoolish. Think like about you the know, level you just got yeah, done with. Yeah, it's very like uh, meta humor. Like it takes you out and asks you about a game you played. It's like a Deadpool thing. It's it's great.
0: I love this. So, and, and then you went ahead and found like a five minute like YouTube clip of the music. Oh, yeah. The soundtrack <laughs> is online. It's a terrific soundtrack uh, Click
1: Clock Woods. Uh, there's a track a track called Squirrel on there that's really good. Um, Rusty Bucket Bay. All, all the hits. And uh, The Gobi Desert. Um, I actually got when I bought this game. I, I think I pre-ordered or got a package at Best Buy where it came with the soundtrack and a T-shirt. It's beautiful. And I, I listen to that soundtrack so much. It's a real good soundtrack, you guys. Love it. All right. So tonight's game. I is thinking about like a Price Is Right kind of game, where I'm going to ask you questions about Tim Roll's contracts, and you're going to tell me if the number is either more, equal to, or less than is the contract. I'm going to give you a number for a contract. You're going to tell me if that's too much or too little. Exactly right. Okay? okay, okay, okay. And then I don't follow that format for the last two questions because it's, okay. it's boring. All right, here we go. Ricky signed a four year contract and it is worth more than or less than $52 million.
0: Uh, four years. Wow, that's about right. I'm going to say that's slightly too low. I think it's more like 58 or 56. What uh, is it?
1: You're correct. You didn't have to get the number right. Okay, it's 55, okay. yeah, right, 55. But you're right that it was too low.
0: Okay, thank you.
1: All right, next up. Is Cole's three-year contract worth more than or less than $21 million?
0: 21. Seven. That'd be seven per. um, I think it's a little bit more than that. I'm going to go more.
1: Um, You are correct. It's 22. And that was the hard one. I skimmed it. I was just like, man. (laughs) One off. One off. So close. 22. All right. This next question doesn't take that same format. It's It's a slightly different format. Okay. I'm asking for you for the player's name this time. Okay, okay, okay. He's making the fifth least money on the team. (laughs) Fifth least. He's making almost no money this year. But next year, he's going to be the highest paid player on the team. Who is that?
0: Uh, That will be Andrew Wiggins? That is Gorgie James. Oh Signed that big contract Oh yeah I guess you're right Gorgie, Wiggins will not sign his contract Gorgie until, signed the four year yeah, 64 Gorgie. million dollar Good contract one. You stumped me on that one I was thinking ahead Thinking ahead one too many years
1: Alright well now you heard Gorgie's contract <laughs> But how does that compare to Pekovic's Nikola Pekovic's five year extension Was for more than or less than Or exactly 64 million dollars
0: How many years was it? Five years Five years So And what was the number? 64 That's too high You're correct It's 60 yes. million 60 million Really good <laughs> Alright All right. Final, final question It's an right. either
1: or, Neil Who makes more money this year? Just salary for this season alone
0: 16, 17 Chris
1: Dunn Or Nemanja Bielica
0: Oh Nemanja or Chris I think oh, Chris obviously has rookie scale deal For four years He's top five pick. He's probably making like Four or something this year. Nemanja. Like, signed like a th- I'm going to say Nemanja. He signed like a three-year, like 18 million. I bet he's making like six to Chris's like four.
1: It's very close, but Dunn is making just a tiny bit more.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, Belly's Wrong. only
1: making 3.8 this year.
0: Wow, surprising. And he's I think
1: he's only making like 3.9 next year or something. Interesting. That's a good deal we have yeah. him on. Uh, Dunn is making 3.87, so he make, he's making oh. 70 grand more than Belly this year. Wow. Which is a lot to you and me, but to
0: these guys, <laughs> you know, not so much. Do you know Belly's deal? Uh it is he's making he's making um, Bielitsa I'm pretty, pretty sure it was a three year deal for him but yeah. Uh, yeah I wonder what I wonder what he is because I was thinking it was more like a three year 18 thing like a six per but maybe it's like stretched out over four
1: yeah or maybe you got a uh, let's see I'm searching right now Bielitsa contract Um. this is perfect it's right at the very end of our music yep This gonna end right here uh, agree to a three year deal million dollars. So, not that much. Yeah, not that much actually. So, he's making like it's about four years. He's making like 3.8, 3.8, 3.8, you know, kind
0: of stuff. Nice. All right. That'll do it for our game and also for our show. Man, thanks for listening. Reach to the end. Nice quiz, Scott. That was good. I like that. Thank you.
1: I hope that we're all on Twitter at the same time during Christmas Day and we can all just enjoy the Timberwolves' first Christmas Day game in a while. So that's good, right, man. We're that's playing be so incredible. well. We're playing so well right now. We
0: might even give the Thunder a run for their money. Let's go! It's going to be a great matchup: Russ Westbrook versus the Wolves. Um, Wolves do play at seven o'clock Central Time. Um, pretty good slate of games. Super excited for Golden State and Cleveland. Obviously, that's the game of the whole day. Um, but yeah, the Wolves OKC I think is the second best game of the day. I think that'll be a, a nice one, especially with the way the Wolves are, are playing. Uh, right now. So yeah, let's let's have some fun on Christmas. Live it up. make sure your families know how rare it is. That the wolves are playing on Christmas—it's never happened before. Yeah, I don't, first I don't year. care
1: if like dinner is served. Okay, nah. this is too important. For Work that. around
0: it. Work around it. Eat early. Fix Maybe a plate. Bring it out. It, eat at five thirty so you're done before seven. Yeah. Or you know, make a situation where you can eat and watch at the same time.
1: Our family's gonna be like, "We want to play a game." We're like, "No, no, nah. nah." This is a game. We're Save watching it. it Save life. it
0: for the Lakers Clippers game.
1: Shout out to everyone biting our stuff. We know we got all this influence because yep. right after we did the Timberwolves gift guide, Minnesota Timberwolves sent out an e-commerce email that said last minute gift ideas from andrew wiggins oh gift ideas How from andrew they? wiggins This is gonna be great I can't, i'm gonna find out like it's probably a nice watch that he likes <laughs> maybe some call of duty like we said yeah. no it's just the timberwolves holiday pack one singular gift last minute gift ideas implies more than just the holiday pack we were doing a better gift guide. It's okay, like also, you said, we're influential. Casted Star Wars names or baseball players? Come on, guys! They even use the same Star Wars names. Wow! So they, people, you're biting our stuff. I get that's the curse of being influential. You know? They're
0: listening. They are. They are. They just want to do the same thing we're doing out here. It's all good. That's how it goes. Um, thank you for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with the last show of 2016. Mm, last Wolves Cast episode. Of 2016. And we then, say good riddance as rotten. And year. we say goodbye 2016. So it'll, that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, hope the Wolves we'll keep the streak alive, keep the wins coming, that kind of thing. And uh, have a good Christmas Day game. Hope uh, your holidays are wonderful, everybody. Hopefully, after Christmas Day, we're like, game. Blouses. Right, we will. We're going to get that win. Get that win. In OKC, okay, I believe we can do it. Um, that's cool. Uh, thank you very much, you guys, for listening. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. It's been a month since you won at home. I mean, if you just on How is it? The end, Damn. December, November 7th. <laughs>
1: so.